welcome to the Essence of Life podcast, where we view life through the lens of learning rather than judging. We don't judge the moments of life as good or bad. We simply look for the lessons and embrace them. So let's get connected. Seba, sounds good. Welcome back everybody to the Essence of Life podcast. It's such an amazing time to come back. I just wanted to share a little, you know, gratitude moment with you. So Facebook has successfully locked me out from my original account because I need to put on something called Facebook Protector. So I'm trying to activate this thing back, you know. And I checked in my junk email and there from since maybe March somewhere, I had an email from Amazon Music inviting me to uh, claim my podcast on Amazon Music. And I hadn't even seen that because it went straight to my junk and I barely checked my junk mail unless I'm expecting an email. And there it was. But I was so grateful for that because, you know, while I was trying to fix one thing, it it's turned out to be a blessing for me to see something else and that is why that is why i do this podcast and i encourage people when you are faced with different challenges in life use it as an opportunity to learn use it as an opportunity to see the good in everything sometimes people might think that you're being naive like could you not see that this is horrible Yes, we can acknowledge that things are undesirable and they're uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that there isn't something to be grateful for out of it. So definitely want to be grateful for that. Tonight I want to speak on a topic called anxiety is a thief or anxiety is a time thief. And um, this one is a bit personal for me, so I'm going to get into the nitty-gritty of of this topic you know i had an experience with anxiety at least twice in my life and i can definitely relate to anyone who's in that place right now who's dealing with anxiety who's wanting to get out who's just going through the motion and i have been at that place and as a child of god as a daughter of the most high god i believe that there is a purpose for me to encounter these things because then I'll be able to speak to people who are dealing with it and I'll be able to let them know that hey, I can relate, I can understand. I'm not just telling you this because I think that's what you should do. I'm telling you this because I have been through it as well. Um the first time I had a little encounter with anxiety is during my bachelor's degree studies. I didn't treat my body right at all. I mean, I was coming from when i was in high school uh my latter years of high school i started staying up late and losing a lot of sleep and same thing into college for some reason i seemed to do better at nights but that didn't make me sleep in the day at all either so it's not like i found some form of balance um i treated my body badly like i would go to work on 3 hours of sleep and being a a teacher of small students like elementary primary school students you have to be energetic you have to be active you have to have all the energy you need to deal with them you know so i was putting a, quite a lot of stress on my brain and um i remember 
there were times when I would feel like I was just going to faint. What I was happening is I was getting anxious to the point where I was getting panic attacks. And I went to my doctor, got that checked, and he sent me to go have some more sleep. <laughs> and I was able to deal with that and move on. And then recently, uh, this thing came back. And basically, I think the basic reason is back to the sleeping aspect of it as well. After having my daughter, who was going to be two years old, after having my daughter, I, I had another encounter with anxiety. And this is where I can tell you that anxiety steals time. It's a time thief. When I had my daughter, um, she woke up at night and I lost a lot of sleep. And during the day when she tries, when she was sleeping, I would try to do everything before she wakes up. And that kind of put me under some unnecessary stress again. And what happened is I started to be anxious about my daughter, which I'm sure a lot of mothers would have gone through. You're afraid that something bad is going to happen to your daughter, or you're afraid, you're afraid that you are going to do something bad to your daughter. Uh, it's called postpartum and all of that stuff. So you, you're battling with this thing, and it, the thoughts feel like they're so real. I remember this one time she was crying her heart out, and obviously I have no idea what was wrong with her. And I just wanted to leave. I just wanted to get in my car, grab her, grab a bag of things and just leave. But by the grace of God, you know, I was able to call my mom. God told me to call my mom. And when I called my mom, she was able to say to me what to do. And then before I knew it, the baby was fine. She fell asleep and all of that stuff. However, when I had my daughter, I realized that anxiety could really rob you of valuable time because the time I spent being worried about my daughter, the time I spent being anxious about my daughter, not being able to grow up or whatever thoughts I had, it robbed me of enjoying her. It robbed me of sharing great moments with her. It robbed me of, of just having gratitude times and moments with my daughter until one day my mom she did something and then my mom said to her said to me oh your mommy thinks that you're not gonna get big and it's like it it just it got into the words that she said it went into a section of my brain and it practically just like it broke something off of me you know i believe that god used it to just free me because when my mom made that statement she said your mom thinks that you're not going to grow up because my daughter was starting to show signs of growth that's when i realized hey i am spending so much time worrying about my daughter that i am not even seeing and relishing all the moments the great moments that we could share together and this is why my topic tonight is this anxiety is a time thief the time you're going to invest and, and entertain your anxiety for the wrong reasons and allow it to consume you it's the same amount of time you could be using to invest in other things that could advance you and help you to develop so let's take a closer look at anxiety what is anxiety really and i did my quick research you guys know me i'm an educator so i definitely have to get some objectivity in this i did some quick research and according to the american psychiatric association anxiety is a normal reaction to stress i repeat it's a normal reaction to stress and can be beneficial <laughs> yeah i know i said that anxiety can be beneficial in some situations 
it can alert us to dangers and help us prepare and pay attention so when you become become sorry anxious about something then you you are more alert about the situation and you're thinking of solutions however however excessive fear and anxiety creates or leads you to having an anxiety disorder and that like how we say in the caribbean that is how the problems start <laughs> you know and um that differs from the normal feelings of nervousness that you get just before you go to a big competition just before you do a speech or you know how we feel and it involves excessive fear or anxiety that's what the anxiety disorder is anxiety disorders are most common form are the most common form of mental disorders and affect nearly 30% of adults at some point in their lives all right and that's still according to the American Psychiatric Association anxiety refers to anticipation of a future concern and is more associated with muscle tension and avoidance behavior that's just a basic definition there and then we have some symptoms so how does one know that they they're probably suffering from an anxiety disorder or they're getting there maybe you're not even there yet and thank god if you're not because then you can nip it in the bud if you can identify it for what it is and then we have uh, mayo clinic says repeated episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear or terror that reach a peak within minutes like within minutes you go from 0 to to 100 real quick <laughs> and that's where the panic attacks come in all right and just some of the feelings that you get you get feeling you're feeling nervous restless and tense you're having a sense of impending danger like you're afraid to to drive from your house to the supermarket because you're afraid you're afraid that something is gonna happen to you you know some panic or, or, or some doom having an increased heart rate so it, it gets to a point where your heart begins to palpate and you become breathless you're breathing rapidly you're hyperventilating you're sweating <sighs> breathe <laughs> you're trembling feeling weak or tired trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry and that's where it starts to steal your joy that's where it starts to steal your time it's when you are con you can't concentrate on anything else but just have having that fear and that anxiousness and that nervousness harboring your thoughts and you're just constantly worrying about the present or whatever futuristic concern you have having trouble sleeping like anxiety could keep you up you're laying in your bed and you all you want to do is sleep but anxiety has you there like in a in a hold and it has you just consistently worrying about something and sometimes you know it's of no concern experiencing gastrointestinal problems sometimes anxiety can cause you to go to the bathroom you know you need to go because you got surprisingly anxious over a situation right away and you need to go like bowel movements begin to take place Try not to get those attacks when you're on the road because if you have bowel movements, I mean, how do you get to the toilet? <laughs> All right, I'm just trying to make it a light moment there. Having difficulty controlling your worry, you're supposed to be able to do that. If you're having difficulties doing that, you may be experiencing anxiety and to the point of anxiety disorder. And lastly, having the urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety. All right, so for example you you feel anxious when you go to the beach so you just don't go to the beach at all 
All right. So now that we have a little understanding of what anxiety is, understanding that anxiety in itself is actually not a bad thing. It's actually healthy. However, when it gets to a point of excessiveness, then it is definitely a cause for concern because you're looking at something that could be linked to other mental disorders like depression and so on and panic attacks like we just mentioned. How does anxiety develop? Like, where does it come from? You know, like, according to many other health concerns, there's not always a definite answer for these things, but there are some possible causes that we can at least tell you. Lack of sleep. I know that my anxiousness stemmed from lack of sleep because it seemed to always happen when I had lost a lot of sleep in my life at once. You know, a lot of sleep because I was staying up to study and still going to work the next day on like limited sleep or lack of sleep because I'll be up all night taking care of my daughter and not sleeping during the day either to find some way to relax. Lack of sleep is something. Sleep deprivation in itself is really, really dangerous. So that is something we need to guard ourselves with and definitely look into. Maybe I can do another episode just on that. Trauma. Uh, Some people have experienced traumatic events in their lives, maybe from childhood that has cause them to have anxiousness or anxiety towards similar situations as they continue to grow and experience life so let's say for example someone almost drowned and that is a traumatic thing for them they're probably going to get anxious around water or whenever they go to a swimming pool and things like that so trauma can also cause one to become anxious and have an anxiety disorder interestingly anxiety can be an inherited trait like you could get it from your parents your grandparents it could be a part of your bloodline because of certain personalities that members of your family have you know there's a connection there as well also anxiety could be linked to underlying illnesses which means there probably is something else going on with your body and the only way your body knows how to tell you that is to make you feel anxious and that's this is where you have to definitely check with your doctor run some tests and make sure that there's nothing else going on but that all right and i would have outlined that anxiety definitely steals your time how does it steal your time again the time that you invest in worrying like god told us don't worry about anything you know but instead of worrying with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving make our requests known unto him and he promises to give us his peace if we will receive it and things like that you know and and anxiety takes time away from you the time that you could spend you know making plans the time that you could spend having fun time that you could spend being grateful you're sitting there in a hold in your mind worrying about things most of the time that are not even real and that you have no control over and you could before you know it like half of your life is gone and you didn't do half of the things that you want to do okay let me not make it that serious but that's a possibility but before you know it like half of your day is over and all you did was worry and panic and be anxious so definitely something that steals your time and um to close off i want to give you at least two ways how you could deal with anxiety two general ways with with um subtopics underneath for lack of a better word and say how do we deal with anxiety i want to say to you right now if you're listening to this and you have 
an anxiety disorder. If you're listening to this and anxiety is a struggle that you're dealing with, I want you to know that it's not easy. I know that. I can relate with you and tell you it is not easy to deal with the thoughts that your brain, especially when your brain have become comfortable with it because it has become a habit. It has become a part of you. It is not easy. But that does not mean that it is impossible to break free from it. All right. However, if you can be opened enough to identify that you have an issue, that you are, then you are poised to get it solved. If you can identify, hey, something is not right about this constant worrying that I'm doing. Something is not right with this constant panic attacks and anxiousness and nervousness that I'm feeling that is robbing me of valuable quality time that I could invest doing greater things. Because we know that, hey, you can always make back money, but once you've lost time, you can't get it back. You know, and then once you begin to get tired of these feelings that you're feeling, then you know that it's time for you to find and seek the necessary steps. And I guess that is why you are listening to this podcast. So you can get some tips on how you can handle and deal with the situation. So there's two aspects to your healing. And the first one I want to target is physically. You know, in my book, Walking a Two-Way Street, Examining the Both Sides of the Story, I'm talking about a person who's being pulled on both sides. You know, you're trying to walk a straight path, but there's something else that's pulling you in the next direction, and anxiety could do that. You know, you try to deal with it, but it keeps tugging with your spirit, like Paul when he describes the flesh versus the spirit. And my the chapters that I outline practically tells you about how you can go through this process. You identify it, you understand it for what it is, which is what I have done in the beginning of this podcast, is to say to you, all right, this is what this is. This is what anxiety is. This is how it makes me feel. Anxious, tired, stressed, worried, panic. All of these things that I feel. Identify it. Acknowledge it. Understand that anxiety in itself is not all bad or it's not something to just toss aside. Acknowledge it. So you identify that you are too anxious, beyond healthy anxious, and then you acknowledge it for what it is. Then you you you, you begin to do some self-care. For example, like I said in the beginning, I didn't take good care of myself. I didn't treat my body right. And because of that, anxiousness to a different level was what I was paid with for not giving myself the right amount of self-care that I needed. My diet, eating the proper foods and vegetables and drinking my water and minding my business and, you know, and, and sleeping enough, sleeping enough, exercising, living a balanced life, doing medical checkups at least once a year or every six months based on your health situation. That was not being done. And if this is not being done, anxiety is a possible consequence of those things. So that's one of the things you can do is to, again, identify that you are anxious, beyond healthy, acknowledge it, and proceed to do some self-care. Take better care of yourself. Whatever you put into your body, whatever you give your body, that's what you get out of it. So if you're going to be eating a lot of junk foods and things like that, then this is what you expect to get out of your body. Low energy levels, anxiety, other illnesses. But if you're taking the time to be intentional with your dieting and you're drinking enough water, you're staying hydrated and you, know, you have fresh juices and, and, and vegetables, all of that good stuff. 
very important you exercise you're staying active it doesn't matter your age age is a different thing and then you do your medical checkups once a year you do your blood work you do your physicals then you know all right and then more towards the mental aspect you are you begin to do affirmations again in my book walking a two-way street at the end of it on page 150 i have affirmations for the body and affirmations for the mind affirmations are so important what is your self-talk what do you say to yourself what are some of the things you tell you all right and then there's it's gonna take some reconditioning of your mind you have to start to to relearn or, or unlearn and relearn and, and create new habits of whatever things that are important as opposed to worrying all the time then you're gonna create a habit of being more grateful create a habit of thinking positively instead and then there is this definitely the spiritual aspect of it this spiritual aspect if i was not a child of god i do not know how i would be able to deal with my anxiousness all right and one of the things that i consistently did was pray 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 like every time i felt some form of worry or some form of anxiousness or some form of panic i would cry out to god i'd be like lord you know what is this lord i need your help and i would cry out to god so spiritually prayer 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 is very important and connecting with your creator and that is why i always encourage people to have a relationship with your creator because he knows how he designed your body he knows how he designed your brain and when you connect with him spiritually and you call upon him for help he's going to rewire it he's gonna help you to understand what you're dealing with and then give you the means and ways and the, the power and the strength that you need to deal with it and meditation meditation upon the scriptures that he gives his word it is so important to do that and when you meditate and pray you do that in faith believing and trusting that what you're praying for and believing and trusting god for it will come to pass and i just want to give you a couple of scriptures there's so many scriptures apparently there's 365 scriptures in the bible about not being afraid god knows that we would have to deal with anxiety and he made sure he gave us one for every day in the year but i'm just gonna give you two scriptures tonight and the first one is second timothy 1 7 and it says for god has not given us a spirit of fear <laughs> which is connected to anxiety but of power of love and a sound mind so when you begin to recondition your mind and you make your affirmations you say i have a spirit of power i have a spirit of love i have a sound mind i have the mind of christ let me tell you something these are powerful affirmations and they're just in one verse in the bible which is second timothy 1 7 another verse which is one of my favorite ones is philippians 4 8 and it says finally believers whatever is true whatever is honorable and worthy of respect whatever is right and confirmed by god's word whatever is pure and wholesome whatever is lovely and brings peace peace the peace that passes all understanding the peace that the world cannot give whatever is admirable and of good repute if there is any excellence if there is anything worthy of praise think continually on these things center your mind on them and implant them in your heart <laughs> and 
and that's the end of that because this is the amplified version i want to make sure that i brought it out like that and there's all the scriptures for example the scripture says whatever a man think of in his heart so he shall be so if you want to end the anxiety and the worrying you're gonna have to start thinking about what paul told told the philippians to do think of the things that are good things think of the things that bring peace and of good repute these are the things that we want to focus on and, and have them in our hearts you know there's so many scriptures about that and i definitely want to encourage someone and god says to us do not be afraid be, be strong and be of good courage because he's always with us he's never going to leave us he's never going to forsake us and i just wanted to come and share that with you and let you know if you are dealing with anxiety there is a way out for you don't let anxiety rob you of valuable time that you could never get back don't let it do that to you acknowledge it identify it find out the root of it make sure it's not something that is physical like an underlying disease that you may have but find out what it is and begin to deal with it begin to heal from it so that you will not allow it to rob you of any more time see you next time on the essence of life podcast and remember to leave me a review or send me a message tell me how this podcast message blessed you because at the end of the day this is why i'm here this is why i'm doing this it's to help to teach you how you can self-heal through using god as your creator and connecting with him and establishing that relationship see you next time on the essence of life podcast god bless you say bon sounds good Whether you're on your daily commute, at the gym, or doing your chores, tune in to the Essence of Life podcast for great inspirational life lessons and learn just why you should have a personal relationship with your creator. Relationships run the world. Make sure you're in the right ones. I am Natisha Ali Grant, citizen of the Kingdom of Heaven, wife of a spirited pastor, worship leader, mother, and content creator. I partner with my husband to manage our church in All Saints Antigua while creating inspirational and educational content. I inspire others through my blog Young and Christian and my podcast The Essence of Life. Recently published my first book and in the process of writing another. I have also been an educator for over 15 years and now run my own academy providing a range of services such as proofreading, English courses, lesson plans, curriculum guides, and reading classes. If you like this show, why not get connected as it's only going to get bigger. Seba sounds good.